It's about 180 days since the Veterans Affairs Department signed a 10-year contract for a new electronic health record with Cerner Corporation. It looks like it might take 180 years to finish it. Some members of Congress say they've got more questions than answers at this point about those plans. VA officials tried to reassure lawmakers the costs and schedule won't blow out of control, but members say VA's math seems a little fuzzy. More now from Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. Members of the House VA's Technology Modernization Subcommittee brought the department back to Capitol Hill to get some more answers about the current status of the electronic health record. It's unclear, though, if lawmakers actually got what they were looking for. There's no doubt that VA has been busy over the past six months. The department awarded Cerner three more task orders. It reviewed the sites where the new health record will be implemented first. And it's about to install new computers at VA sites in Spokane and Seattle, Washington, because the current ones aren't compatible with the new Cerner system. The lawmakers say they're still not getting clear answers about VA's budget for the project. And they're still concerned that there's not a clear leader between the Defense Department and VA. Congressman Jim Banks is the chairman of the VA subcommittee. He says VA's math seems fuzzy, and he's not sure why VA's total costs for the 10-year project are going up, but the department is spending less right now on infrastructure upgrades than it originally predicted. The total cost at first was $15.8 billion. Now it's $16.1 billion. VA says the budget went up because the department didn't originally account for the cost of hiring more federal employees to work for the new Electronic Health Record Modernization Office. Banks, though, isn't completely buying that explanation. That's what I thought you would say. So I find it hard to believe that such a basic part of running the program, government salaries, could have been overlooked. But even if I accept that at face value, it's an enormous amount of money. So if we figure they are senior GS-15 employees, which I understand many of the folks in your office are, and we include their cost of benefits, $350 million buys roughly 2,000 full-time employees. Now, there are less than 300 people working in the EHR modernization office. So am I mistaken here? What, what am I missing? John Wyndham is the program manager for VA's new EHR modernization office. He says he has 269 people working for him right now. He's supposed to fill another 131 billets over the next year. VA submitted a legislative proposal back in August for hiring and special pay authority to bring on more IT experts. The bank says VA retracted that proposal a few weeks later and didn't explain why. Here is Wyndham. I think we have another means to accomplish it, which is uh, Title 38 authority rests with VHA. Uh, in, in sitting down with Dr. Stone, who presently leads VHA, he agreed to set up a cost pool, a cost center for us, where he would effectively take the administrative burdens off of our lap. That means we can focus more energy on the implementation, more time on implementation vice the hiring process. Dr. Krupa is part of any hiring panel associated with any personnel brought through through that vehicle, and therefore we felt we were able to get the benefits of the, of an efficient hiring process that was already in place, influence who was hired, but not take on the administrative burden of setting up our own from scratch, if you will. So I think that's an important efficiency. And again, it's a byproduct of teamwork. He's taken on that burden administratively for us, but we get to reap the benefits of it from an efficiency standpoint. Rising project management costs could be another reason for the budget hike. 
bank says project management support costs are supposed to go up 50 to $90 million a year through 2027. Part of those costs come from a contract the VA has with Booz Allen Hamilton. Here's Wyndham again. There is no distinguishing. Our number remains for the life of the contract in support of Booz Allen support approximately 120 to $125 million. The numbers that you're seeing are support of executive councils, workflow management and development processes, alignment processes, and also effectively a satellite command activity we're going to need to have in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, the, the, the numbers, again, are what we know today. The, the great thing about IT is it continues to evolve. There are going to be efficiency gain that we just can't forecast at this point. We will be looking at those numbers uh, very keenly, very astutely over the coming years to ascertain whether the budget requirements have remained the same or we need to adjust accordingly. Banks says he's asking VA for all financial documents related to the EHR. And he mentioned after the hearing that he's still looking for more clarity on the budget. Leadership is another issue. Defense Secretary Jim Mattis and VA Secretary Robert Wilkie signed a joint statement back in September. It reinforced their commitment to achieving interoperability, but it didn't affirm much else. The Technology Subcommittee had asked VA to clarify the role of the Interagency Program Office back in September. It was supposed to be the central point of accountability for both departments. Here's Congressman Mike Kaufman. Thank you, Mr. Wayne. I've got confidence in you. I don't have confidence in the structure. I think the notion that we're still at the point where Neither DOD or VH or VA is taking the lead. Uh, and I think that, that one of them has to have ownership for it. One of them has to call the shots. The notion of having this, this intermediate organization between the two, these two behemoths, these two gigantic entities, I think at the end of the day is just unworkable. Wilkie had said during his nomination hearing that responsibility for the EHR rested with him. Wyndham says acting VA Deputy Secretary Jim Byrne is in charge. Banks questioned whether Mattis was the one in charge. He says the question of whether DOD will take over the entire project for both departments is the elephant in the room. Wyndham, though, says VA has established a total team mentality going into the project. We've succeeded at every milestone that we've encountered or desired to achieve. And so I've seen nothing but unity in pursuit of this mission amongst the entities that are alleged to be fractured over the years. They have come together. I don't know if it's the stars aligning, but the stars have aligned. I feel the momentum. You folks have paved the way with regards to your support, the VSOs. Uh, Everyone is on board that this is something that needs to be done. I think that it's important to have disagreements and healthy tension because that's what keeps us on our toes. That's what keeps us from entering into groupthink, and that keeps us in support of our veterans and moving in the right direction. But lawmakers are still concerned. Here's Banks. That's a question that we've asked in many, diff- many letters and in the last hearing, in, the, in full committee hearings, and this hearing, that there's still not a, not a clear indication of who that what that structure might look like, but we'll keep pushing on that. Banks says VA's next priority should be setting a clear joint management structure for EHR modernization. Meanwhile, the House VA Technology Subcommittee isn't destined to move on. The House has new Democratic leadership now, and they'll need to meet to decide how to structure the VA committee in the future. Banks says he sees no reason why the subcommittee shouldn't continue. 
Nicola Grisco, Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. Check out Nicole's story at federalnewsnetwork.com.